Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, October 16th, 2018. And here's my tidbit of interesting information. I said, why do I always start with, like, the dates? Which, you know, I get. So that if you're listening three years into the future, hello, thanks for listening. Um, You know what the date was. But yesterday, as I did calendar with the kindergartners, I was like, hmm, doing the date like this started way back in kindergarten, right? So I'm just helping you relive your kindergarten youth. Some of you probably even forgot what it's like to be a kindergartner. Or maybe not. Um, Exciting stuff happening in upstate New York. Um, whether it's an exciting and you're saying yeehaw or an exciting you're going oh come on it's exciting it's gonna snow it was supposed to snow Wednesday Thursday now it's snowing Wednesday Thursday sunny Friday and snowing on the weekend yeah hello um typically I just really don't care because I mean it's not real snow it's not like snow that lasts or sticks around you know it's fall snow it's It is what it is. But we don't have heat. So the idea that it's cold enough to snow, I'm like, bah. So I turned the oven on this morning and doing some laundry so I can turn on the dryer. I mean, it's not cold, cold. It's 41. And if it was 41 in March, I'd be wearing a hooded sweatshirt to work or, you know, long sleeves because it's all a matter of perspective, right? We need to go from 90 to 80, and then to 70, and then 70 to 40. It's cold. Or when you go from 20 to 40, 40 is warm. It's all a matter of perspective, right? So, that's not that bad. I'm trying not to be whiny, but there is snow in the forecast. <laughs> and not even one or two days. Like, there's snow four out of the next seven days. It's, I don't know, it's just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy to me. But that's all right. That's it is what it is. As I was walking out of school yesterday, I was uh, walking out with one and a couple of the other teachers and person, person. I had the door in my face. I'm walking out. You know, I have my little cart on wheels full of goodies. Boom! Slams the door right in my face. No, just kidding. She didn't really slam the door in my face. But I told her, I said, I'm going to tell them on the podcast that you slammed the door on my face. And we both laughed and laughed. And um, the other teacher walking out with us says, you podcast? Seriously? (laughs) Like, yeah, come join us, you know. So it was just funny. So this is my shout out uh, to Miss D. You know who you are. She did not really slam the door in my face. She is absolutely too sweet. Even if I deserved it, she wouldn't do it. She would still hold the door open because she's just that kind. She is not like me. I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm a little goofy today. I gotta tell you. Um, so we are to the letter A for quotes, and I'm gonna look at age today. And this is a quote by Helen Nearing, um, 1992, from Loving and Leaving the Good Life. She wrote. One can savor sights and sounds more deeply when one gets really old. 
It may be the last time you see a sunset, a tree, the snow, or no winter. The sea, a lake, all become, as in childhood, magical and a great wonder. Then seen for the first time, now perhaps for the last. Music, bird songs, the wind, the waves, one listens to tones with deeper delight and appreciation. Loving well, to borrow from Shakespeare's 73rd sonnet, that which I must leave ere long. Helen Nearing. I just thought that was beautiful. And then on the flip side, another one of my favorite uh, musics to listen to, John Lennon and Paul McCartney. When I get older, losing my hair many years from now, will you still be sending me a valentine? Birthday greetings, bottle of wine. If I'd been out till quarter to three, would you lock the door? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? And that's from the song, When I'm 64. A couple different flip sides of looking at age. Age is a crazy thing. Um, I think just like um, the temperature, age is a matter of perspective. Because you are as old or as young as you feel. And my grandmother was in her 80s. And she said, oh, I feel like a spunky old 60-year-old. <laughs> she had a great attitude. So, age, it's just a number. How you feel is really what is important. So, yeah. <laughs> the age, just a number. Yesterday we were, at the end of the day, I do dismissal with the kids, and we were talking about numbers, and one of the kids asked me how old I was, and another of the kids said, you don't ask a lady how old she is. I'm like, well, at least I'm a lady. And I said, that's okay. And I said, I honestly don't know. And so I figured it out, and yes, I don't know how old I am, because guess what? I just told you that it's only a number. And when I say it's only a number, I mean it. I just honestly don't care. It's only a number to me. Um, and <laughs> I said, well, how old do you think I am? And the other teacher that was with me, she goes, are you serious? You never, like, ask a child that. You're going to get an honest answer. And we were just laughing and having fun. And um, he goes, 29. I said, oh. I love you. You're my favorite. <laughs> You're good. You're golden for the rest of the dismissals. And the other one said, probably 50. I said, oh, I wish I was 50. I could join the Red Hat Club. And I said, You're close. And I said, Oh, I'm 47. And they're like, Really? And the one, I had started telling him I'm older than dirt. And this, the little guy, he says, You are not. Or you'd be dead. <laughs> there you go. This is a kid that knows his Bible. I love it. You know, so he, and I said, all right, relax. I'm just teasing. I'm 47. I think you look 29. And I said, I think I love you. So when his father came to pick him up, I was telling him. I said, they like made my day. And I told him that they're in like Flynn forever with me now. <laughs> and so it was just funny. But, you know, those are the the little things in life that 
you know, you just got to cherish those. Because you just never know. Um, age. So, we were to the letter A, and I said, oh, I'm going to do age, since my age is 29. I love that. I'm 29. Are I left 29? And, you know what, leave me alone, because you know what? I know I don't look 29. But for a while, I am in the eyes of the kids. Because I think you're as young or as old as you feel. And since I act like a toddler, they only think I'm 29. <laughs> so, that's kind of fun. Usually you hear Faith. Today you are hearing Tinkerbell. Do you hear her bark? Her bark is getting a little crazy. It's like a a deep kind of um she's a beagle. And she's getting that I'm hoping it's just old beagle bark. Because you know she has some throat issues. And there's nothing we can do because of her age. And so she takes pain medicine every day, the poor little booger. And um so I'm just, you know, hoping that it's not things are getting worse you know what I mean so we'll see it is what it is I can't yeah just not gonna focus on it um she never barks she's well wait let me read for said she doesn't usually bark during the podcast she's always barking um always barking Oh my gosh, she's always barking. She's obnoxious. <laughs> she's actually, you know, I think beagles always bark a lot. But until we owned our first Rottweiler, I never knew that not every breed of dog didn't bark all the time. I think I was just immune to it. So I don't know how my neighbors put up with me with all this barking. But, you know, she barks to go out. Barks to come in. Barks because she is in. Barks because we walked in the room. Barks because we walked out of the room. <laughs> She's just crazy. Oh, I gotta tell you, I have not done my hair yet this week. I know it's only like Tuesday, but I'm already looking at like jumping in the shower and not doing my hair. Just putting it up in a bun. This is why it's now gotten to that length where it can go up in the bun. is probably not good at all. Only get styled once and again. <laughs> but that's okay. Because um, it looks really nice when it's down, so then it'll be a treat, right? Ah, uh, yeah. Today on my blog, I don't know how many of you follow my blog, but if you go to lisambusky.com, you can... I'm spotlighting for Tops Tuesday. I'm spotlighting a hopeful response to a hard reality. Praise the Lord and pass the chemo by Eileen Miller. So that is the blog today. Um, a little snippet. I just shared a couple quotes and it was hard to choose like which ones I would put onto the blog because she just had some really nice ones and... My favorite one was from page nine, I think it is. Oh, wait, hang on, let me look. Um, page nine, no. Maybe it's 19. It seems like it had a nine in it. Maybe I'm completely wrong and I should just read my own blog. Oh, I can't find it. Um, I will find it for you, though. 
and when I do, I will, um, I'll let you know because it's kind of fun. But I think this was my favorite quote that she had. Um, let's see. One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. It has not posted yet. Hmm. All right. The blog should be up. It was supposed to post at 5 o'clock this morning. It's not there, folks. It will be by the time you hear this episode because I'm going to go in and fix it. And you're hearing this after the fact because this isn't a live broadcast. Thank goodness. Not that I ever go back and fix my oopsies. I kind of live on the edge. I don't fix my oopsies. You can just deal with them. Because the whole point of this podcast, it's Live and Lisa, keeping it real, right? And part of being real is that I make mistakes and, you know, that's life. So I'm perfectly imperfect. That's been our pastor's theme for the year is beautifully broken and perfectly imperfect. So I am imperfect. <laughs> And I am broken. But I think sometimes we need to be broken and we need to be imperfect and let people see the imperfections so that we're real. Because you know what? Who the heck wants to talk to somebody that's got it all together, is perfect, got it all going on, always has it right? Ugh. I mean, not that you want to talk to somebody that is like a train wreck either. I mean, you got to have a, some balance. Some balance. All right, it is posted. Let's see. Oh, chapter 8, page 57. I was way off. Where was my head? Cancer is not the big C. Christ is the big C. And I wrote, I love this simple and powerful truth. So I just thought that was kind of neat. Cancer is not the big C. Christ is the big C. So... I, I don't know. I just, I found that so profound. And as a writer, as myself, you know, I think, oh, I wonder how long it took her to come up with that. Or did God just give that to her really quick? Because to me, it's just um, powerful. And I, I mean, you're going, it's, it's really simple. You know, it's not like rocket science, Lisa. Cancer is not the big C. Christ is the big C. Elaine Miller. Yeah, as a writer and author myself, I know that sometimes those little nuggets of wow don't just come to us. <laughs> you know, it's, um, you know, that's something... It might be powerful, it might be a few words, but sometimes they take a lot of work to get there. And, I don't know, it's just nice. So, you know, check out my blog, um, so you can check out Elaine Miller's, Elaine W. Miller's new book, A Hopeful Response to a Hard Reality. Praise the Lord and Pass the Chemo. It is um, a fabulous book and a great read. You could do it, you know, on a Saturday or a couple evenings, depending on your schedule. 
if you wanted to just read right through. It took me a few days, and I'm still going back because there's things in here that are going to make you think. And I like that there's white space. The words aren't all crunched together. And, you know, the spacing is better, you know, bigger. And instead of white pages, it's that cream colored, which is so much better for your eyes. I just, so much I like about the book. And if you've been affected by cancer, whether it be a diagnosis yourself or a loved one with a diagnosis, you're the caregiver, a friend, co-worker, family, this is a must read, a must have for your library. And after you read it, you'll be saying, okay, I need this to give to a friend. So uh, it's just, it's fabulous. It's a fabulous book. Um, so I would encourage you, if you've ever been affected by cancer, to check out this book. It is a cancer read like you've never read before. Um, so that's my, my soapbox, my little promo for my friend Elaine. She's on the blog today, a little spotlight on the podcast, and as the clock keeps ticking, I'm going to wrap up Elaine's one page, get it sent off to her, and start the day. Everybody have a fabulous day. This is Lisa living with Lisa, keeping it real, spotlighting a little book today. If you've been affected by cancer, this is a book for you, and Sadly, in today's society, I think the majority has been affected by cancer, whether personally or as caregiver, friend, family member. So check it out. A hopeful response to a hard reality. Praise the Lord and pass the keepo. All right, everybody have a great day. I'll catch you tomorrow, Wednesday. You're only as old as you feel.